Welcome to the Profit Nation podcast, where we produce profits instead of products. At Profit Nation, we drop value bombs on you three times a week. We bring you episodes that'll teach you about techniques to create a profitable business. Whether you're a new business owner or a seasoned pro, we have something for everyone. Now, here's your host, Jeff Kickle. Hey, everybody, it's Jeff here once again with Profit Nation. And I am super excited to be back in the game, back in the saddle, and having a new episode today that's going to be part of every week for the next 52 weeks. One of the skills that we have to have in Profit Nation is networking. This is an absolute critical part of being a successful person in the business world today. You have to build a network. And the only way you can do that, it's networking. You've got to get out, you've got to work it. And I got to spend time last week with one of my personal heroes and really the, uh, the grand dom of, uh, of networking the world, Dr. Ivan Meisner. I got to spend some time with him last week and he gave me a wonderful gift of a book that I literally have a torn up, broken down, highly notated copy in my office that I have had for years, uh, the 29 cent or the 29% solution. And I want to tell you, this is one of the best books on networking that I've ever seen. It's one of the best books that you will find anywhere when it comes to networking from someone who is a master, master, master networker. And I decided, you know what? It's been a while since I've read the book. It's been kind of sitting aside for a little bit. I'm going to go back through it and I'm going to take my audience through it this week. So ever, each week this year. So this book is based on 52 weeks of your expertise in networking and building your expertise in networking. So we're going to get started this week, and we're going to talk a little bit first off of about the 29% solution and what this whole idea came from. And basically, the 29% solution came out of some research that was done back in the 60s and 70s by a Dr. Milligram, uh, Stanley Milgram. And effectively, what he did is he was trying to prove the fact that all of us are are just connected to each other by six degrees of separation. If you remember the movie several years ago called Six Degrees of Separation, and then it became a big joke with Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon uh, because he's been in so many movies and, and connected to so many people. Well, that had been always the thought that, you know, everybody's connected by by six degrees from everybody else. So, you know, effectively, you can just lazily run through life and be connected to virtually everybody in the world. Well, what ended up coming out of this this, uh, research was that that was pretty false, that actually 29% of people only were connected by six degrees of separation. So that means you've got to be a good networker and you've got to get out there and get to know a ton of people so that you can be one of that 29%. So that's where the 29% solution comes from. Now, one of the things about networking is this is not something that we can go to college and learn. This is not something that we uh, are able to, you know, just be good at. 
it takes work. And I will tell you, some of the people that know me really well know that I am incredibly, incredibly introverted. Um, it is absolutely one of the most miserable things for me to go into a room of people that I don't know. But this is one of the things that has helped my businesses, all of my businesses be very successful, was the fact that about seven years ago, when I went out on my own originally as a financial advisor and knew absolutely nobody in Austin, I got out there and started networking. And this was miserable for me. I didn't know anything about what I was doing. I didn't have a strategy. I didn't have any plan for what I was gonna do. I just went out there and went to events and started talking to people. And from there, I, I really developed a great network of people. I do wanna give a shout out to one of my very, very, very good friends, uh, Rodney Schwabach. Rodney is a realtor, uh, commercial realtor here in Austin. And Rodney was the very, very first person that I ever did a one-on-one -on -one with. And I could not have chosen a more perfect person to do a one-on-one -on -one with because Rodney gave me some of the best advice on how to network, what to do. I mean, he gave me a master school in networking in an hour and a half meeting that we had, uh, which led me to going out and just knocking the cover off the ball. Many of you who know me, you know, know that I've got a huge network of people and I continue to grow that network every day. Um, one of the, the real accomplishments of my, my career or my life here in Austin has been that I have personally sat down with over 2,700 people and done one-on-ones in the last seven years. Uh, do the math on that. That's several hundred one-on-ones a year. So that's literally almost one per day for seven years. Um, and for the last probably seven months, I've really not done that because I've been busy building out the second T-Works. So this is one of the things that I just absolutely, absolutely believe in. And I think this is something that y'all need to really commit to. My suggestion is if you wanna follow along with all this, I would go out, buy the 29% solution. I'll link it in the show notes page to this, just go ahead and pick it up. I will tell you it's the best book you're ever gonna buy on networking and it's probably the most actionable, simple uh, way that you can get through this. So let's go ahead and get started now. One of the things that is in the, the book that if you, if you do buy it, and you should, there's a self-analysis. There's a 29% solution self-analysis which basically has you go through and rank yourself on, let's see here, 52 questions. So they all pretty much correspond to each week of the program, but 52 questions and you answer one through five, one being not at all that you do, five being all the time. What you do is you add that score up and that score is gonna respond or it'll uh, correspond to you know, where you are as far as a networker. Um, the scores go from zero to 129 is help. Uh, you're in the 40 percentile or lower. 130 to 155 weak, you're in the 50th percentile. Um, 156 to 181 fair, you're in the 60th percentile. 
182 to 207, good. You're in the 70th percentile, 208 to 233, very good. You're in the 80th percentile, 234 to 259, outstanding. And 260, you're a master networker, and you're one of those people that's in the 29% of the population. I will tell you that I scored out 255. So that means I'm in the outstanding category. I am not considered a master networker. I was honest with myself. Um, it means I'm approaching that 29%. However, I'm hoping this, you know, this challenge is going to help you and it's going to help me as well. I'm going to commit to this for the next 52 weeks, and I hope you do too as well. Um, if you do, here's what I want you to do. Go to Facebook. First off, inside whatever you're listening to or this podcast on, whether it's iTunes whether it is Google Podcasts, whether it's Spotify, I don't care where it is, I want you to quickly go down to the bottom of the show notes page, comment, and say, I'm committed. Because the only way you're ever going to be committed is if you write it down and you put it out there for everybody. As an alternative to that, I'd also love for you to go over to Profit Nation on Facebook. So just search by Profit Nation. You'll see my picture there. I've got a little sign on me that says, hashtag, I produce profits. In that Profit Nation podcast, sign or, or the Profit Nation podcast Facebook page. If you haven't liked it yet, please like it. And then in there, do the same thing. Say, I commit to 52 weeks to being a master networker. Let's carry each other through this process. Let's be able to, at the end of the year, sit down and I would love to have an online forum or something like that where we can all get together and talk about you know our what we've done for the year and how that being a master networker has affected us over this year um all right so now let's start off with week one of the program and so the way the program works is every week there is a new challenge for you there's 52 weeks 52 challenges that you're going to do some of this is going to be planning some of it's going to be executing so we're going to go through that process today and really focus on week one, which is setting networking goals. I cannot tell you how important this is. There's a reason why I was able to sit down with 2,758 people over seven years. It's because I set very specific goals for myself. Now, remember what I told you. I started off with... A, a being extremely introverted, I it is very uncomfortable for me to go into rooms full of people, and I really struggled at the very beginning forcing myself to go out there. But I just sucked it up and I went out because I knew my alternatives, which I was at the time working for Edward Jones. Um, and for those of you that know anything about Edward Jones, and for those of you listening to overseas, Edward Jones is a broker dealer. And the process that, at the time I was part of the company, that they felt was the best way to find clients was to wander around the streets like a Bedouin trader, knocking on people's doors and, and you know, introducing yourself and trying to sell investments door to door, which is the single 
stupidest way of building a business that I have ever seen. It does not work. It's dumb. There's a bunch of people who are not in that business anymore because they've had to go out and suck it up and do that idiotic stuff. I was in the business at that point already 15 years, and there was no way in hell that I was actually going to go out and wander around on the streets. So I decided to be different from everybody else and go out and start networking. And my alternative was do something I completely despise or go out and wander around the streets in the middle of the Texas summer with 100 degree heat and go and sweat on people's front doorsteps. So what I did is I went out there and I just sucked it up. I, <laughs> I went out, I networked, I networked, I networked. But what I did a little bit differently from a lot of people, a lot of people will go out, they'll meet a whole bunch of people, then they don't really have a good follow-up system, and what ended up happening is they would have a big pile of business cards and they never get anything accomplished, and they don't meet with people. One of the key things that you've got to do is you've got to set very specific goals so that you can reach a process at the end doesn't mean that if you do a one-on-one -on -one with somebody that it's going to turn into business for you, but it will move you along the path, whether you are building a new relationship, maybe that's somebody who is, you know, related to your business. Maybe it's somebody who has absolutely nothing to your business. One of the funny things is some of the best referrals I've ever gotten out of one-on-ones have been from people who would not typically be my normal source as a retire as a uh, financial advisor they would not normally be my my best source of referrals but these were people that i met i got to know and i helped over time so you've got to really set specific goals now in the book uh, Dr. Meisner talks about SMART goals, and you hear SMART goals all the time, which is basically specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, timed, and a deadline. Here's my belief on SMART goals. I think they're a big pile of hooey. Uh, nothing wrong with this from the, the Dr. Meisner standpoint, but I think it's a big pile of hooey. Um, everybody does the SMART goal thing just because everybody says that it, SMART goals are a good thing. I feel like the only reason that they're called SMART goals is the simple fact that it, it makes out a word. Um, you know, it, it gives an anagram. I do not believe in that. I think it's way too complicated. You don't need all this specific, measurable, blah, 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 blah. I'm a big Tony Robbins fan. For those of you that have listened to the podcast, you know I'm a big Tony Robbins fan. And Tony Robbins does something called RPM goals. So it is an anagram once again. However... Um, I think they're simple, I think they're easy, and I think it's a way that it resonates with people. So what do we mean by RPM goals? Well, the first, the R in RPM is results. What is the desired end result for you? I am going to network every single week, and I want to build my network to a thousand people by year end that's a result and it's a very specific result so it's very much like a smart goal it's very specific and you need to get very 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 specific when it comes to that what is the end goal for you i want to add a hundred thousand dollars in business this year by building my network to x number of people 
So you've got to do that. You've got to be very, very, very specific when it comes to this. Next, the P, purpose-driven. P is for purpose-driven. Why is this so important to you? When you think of it, I need to add $100,000 to my revenue this year, and I'm going to do that through meeting X number of new people. Okay, why do you need to do that? Why do you need to make $100,000 this year? Well, one, I need to do this because it's my 25th anniversary. This is a big thing for me. This is my 25th anniversary this year. So this is going to be my path to, by October, building enough extra revenue in my business to take my wife on a world, uh, on a, a trip across the world over to Paris in October for our anniversary on October 15th. I want to surprise her with this. She doesn't listen to the podcast. Nothing wrong with that. But she won't even know about this. But I am setting a goal right now. That's my purpose. I will increase my revenue enough to be able to take a week and go to Paris and take my wife to Paris for our 25th anniversary. Incredibly important to me. It's a real goal and it's a purpose that's so important. Now, the last piece of this, M, is for massive action plan. All right, now that you have figured out what your end result is, I need to make a certain amount of dollars and I'm gonna meet a certain number of new people that's gonna give me enough revenue to be able to take my wife, Purpose, to France or to Paris and France for our 25th anniversary. Boom. Now, massive action plan. Quickly, write this down and I'm actually going to, I, I have a little sheet that I use for this that I created for goal planning like this. It's gonna be in the show notes page. Go in there, pull it down off the show notes page and you can write the stuff out. It's just quickly, it's a one page thing. You're gonna write down your result, you're gonna write down your purpose, and you're gonna write down your massive action plan. And what is your massive action plan? Your massive action plan is just literally brainstorm and start writing down everything you can possibly do to hit that goal this year through networking. Write down everything. I can go to blah, blah, blah events, I can do chamber events every week. I'm gonna put this stuff in my calendar. I'm gonna do everything. What I want you to do is just fill that in. Don't worry about what order, don't worry about, well, I need to do this first, or I need to think about it so that I will completely put this off and I will accomplish nothing. You need a massive action plan. That's the only way you're gonna get this done and you need to do it now. Stop waiting around. Stop thinking about this. Yes, I'm getting super excited about this because I love networking and I am literally walking around in a little tiny room in my co-working space all fired up about this because you need to do this. You need a massive action plan so that you will be a freaking awesome networker by the end of this year. All right, massive action plan. You've written that stuff down. All right, stop here real quick. I'm gonna stop it real quick here. I'm gonna give you five minutes, or I'm gonna give you just a few seconds to write this stuff down, and we'll be back in just one second. Wait a minute, I know you're sitting there and you're going, oh, I'll do it later. No, you're gonna stop now. I know you're doing it. Stop it right now. Stop the podcast for a second. Stop, 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 stop. Hey, Profit Nation. 
Have you dreamed of growing a profitable business? Have you struggled to predict where your business is going? Do you feel like you're behind the times when it comes to digital aspects of your business? Many of my clients felt that same way. So we created Profit Producers. Profit Producers is a 42-day program designed to help you get to profitability as soon as possible. Check out the show notes page from this podcast for more information about how you can participate. All right, we're back. Did you guys do your homework? Did you do it? All right, so if you did your homework, you should be at the point right now where you have a a massive action play. So you have an RPM plan. You have a result that you're trying to drive. So this is a results-driven, purposeful, massive action plan, RPM. All right, guys, so you have it. So here's some sample goals, some sample networking goals that you might have. How much business do you want to get from word of mouth mouth referrals by when? When do you need this to happen? Who will you bring this or who will bring you this business? What kind of business are you expecting to get from referrals? Will the referrals focus on specific product or service? How many networking functions will you attend each month? Okay, these are all things that you need to be thinking about when it comes to creating this massive action plan. Now that you have this list, so hopefully you've brainstormed a list of maybe 20 to 30 different things that you can possibly do. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to take that list and I need you to star the top five things, the most important five things, critical five things on your list, your massive action plan that need to be or need to be done right away. These are your most critical things. Star them. It doesn't matter what order they come in, but star them. Now, before we're done, you need to take action on one of those five immediately. Do not wait. Do not say, oh, tomorrow I'll do this or I'm going to do this because you're just going to put it off and you're going to be right where you were the day before and the day before and the day before. The, you know, the, the uh, definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. If you are trying to grow a business and you're struggling because you don't have enough business, you need to get out of your seat and get your butt in gear and start going. Take your massive action plan, figure out those top five things, and those are the things you need to focus on for the next week while we're working on this program. Um, Here's a couple of other strategies, a couple of other things that I think you should be looking at. What you should be looking at this week is find your local chamber of commerce. So one of the things that I usually do every month And this has been one of those things that, unfortunately, I've been incredibly busy opening up a space, uh, another space, trying to focus on, you know, the construction and all the things that go with trying to build a co-working space, along with running a financial practice with my business partner and working with clients and doing consulting work and everything else. So all those things have driven me away from getting out there and networking again. So what do I do? Here's what I'm doing. I am focusing on this just like you are. I, you know what my goal is. So I want you 
to figure out, okay, what's your calendar gonna look like here? So start looking at networking events. Here's a few things. If you're not a master networker, if you're not real good at networking, if you rank yourself kind of low on the networking scale, here's some things you can do. First, look for events around town. Here's the best thing to do. Find your local chamber of commerce first. They'll be online, just search by whatever town you're in, Chamber of Commerce. Go onto their calendar of events and put every one of those events on your calendar. The, the only thing that, <laughs> unless you put it down, it doesn't exist. If it's not in my calendar, it does not exist. So I would start by taking that time and that should be one of the things um, that it's, that you should be doing right away is really figuring out what it is, where you want to go. So Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. Another place is meetup.com. So if you're not into business functions and maybe your typical clientele or the people that deal with your clientele aren't typically at a Chamber of Commerce function, then look on meetup.com, search by whatever kind of area of interest you have and you will find groups all over the place that people have gotten together to talk about you know how you know I'm interested in underwater basket weaving well you know here's a group of people that are interested in underwater basket weaving they're people they're your people you're interested in it they're interested in it so do that go out find some people who are like you and who are your target audience uh, there's two reasons for that one, if they're your target audience, uh, they're certainly potential customers, but they're also potential people that you can go to when you develop a product or service and kind of throw it out to them and let them be your focus group. Uh, this is what I did over the last six, well, six to eight weeks. Um, I traveled all over the state of Texas presenting to the One Million Cups groups. And those are my target audience, not to be there to sell to them, but I was there to present my product and realize that, okay, I needed to make some changes based on feedback that I got from that. And as a result, in about a week or two, we're actually going to be launching our Profit Producers program, uh, our Launchpad program, and it's actually going to be different from what I had originally thought. And that came from the audience of people that I had uh, talked to. So... One of the things that I did very specifically, so we're going to finish off with a little bit about my way of networking back when I first started. So one of the things that I learned from Rodney Schwabach was, all right, find two to three groups that you can go to on a weekly basis. So find weekly groups that you can attend on a weekly basis that you can commit to for at least six weeks and attend those groups meet some people at those groups and schedule one-on-ones with them every week. So I took Rodney's advice to heart. And what I did is I, at that time, I was building a financial practice, so I didn't really have a whole lot of clients. I didn't have a book of business. So I was literally starting off from ground zero in a town where I knew absolutely no people except for people in the financial services industry. So what I did was I said, well, I gotta eat every day. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going to attend a minimum of five events every week. And I would just try and find five lunch events every week. 
Now, one of the things with me is I like to save my evenings for my wife, and I don't like doing evening events. Now, I have now, I've started to do some evening events, and I just bring her along with me and we meet people. But at that time, I especially didn't like doing evening events. So I would either do breakfast meetings or I would do lunch meetings. Figure I can combine two things together, eat and, you know, get some networking done. Once again, we know that I am not comfortable in a room of people ever, and especially in a room of people I don't know. So what I would typically do is I would go in and I would search out the other introverts in the room. So how do you tell who the other introverts in the room? The people who are standing around the fringes of the room, standing there trying to figure out how to engage with somebody, those are your introverts. They're probably the most interesting people in the room. Sorry, extroverts, you guys are awesome. You're fun to be around. However, um, I love to find a good introvert to dig into and go deep with because that's my skill. So when I did my strengths finders, so if you've never done strengths finders, I'd highly recommend that you do a strengths finder by the book Strengths Finder 2.0 and quickly do that and you'll learn your top five strengths. <clears throat> One of my top five strengths is I go deep with, or with people, meaning that when I sit down with somebody, I wanna know everything about them and I wanna go super, super, super deep. So getting somebody away from a networking event where things are kind of shallow and getting them into a one-on-one -on -one is a natural thing for me. So that's what I, that's what I would end up doing. <clears throat> I would basically go and schedule a, or I would go to these events. So I'd go to a minimum of five. Some weeks I would actually do up to 10 networking events. And what I would try and do is at every one of those events, I would try and connect with a minimum of two people. So that doesn't sound like much. When I'm in a room of 150 people, just finding two people that you can connect with and get to know and really have a conversation with and then schedule a one-on-one -on -one with them. Don't wait, don't take their card and say, hey, I'll follow up with you and schedule a one-on-one. -on -one. No, immediately, as soon as you talk to them, say, hey, why don't you pull out your phone? We all pretty much carry our schedules around on our phones. Pull out your phone, let's put a one-on-one -on -one in the books, let's figure out where we're gonna meet and meet schedule that one-on-one -on -one. next week i'll talk to you a little bit about the net or you know or somewhere in here we will talk about the anatomy of a one-on-one -on -one and what makes a successful one-on-one -on -one. right now we're just trying to meet people so we want to schedule we want to figure out what your goal is going to be if you can only attend a couple networking events per week then you know all right then i may need to meet three or four people at each of these events so that I can continue to grow my network. But whatever our end goal is for this. I had a very specific goal. I wanted to go to 10 events, in between five and 10 events a week. I wanted to meet a minimum of two people and schedule one-on-ones with them the following week. Let's do the math. Let's say Jeff went to 10 meetings that week and he met two people at each meeting. That means that I had 20 one-on-ones the following week. Now, do you know how many doors I would have had to have knocked to get 20 times sitting down with somebody who may or may not be my ideal client, but wandering around like a Bedouin trader on the streets doesn't necessarily mean I'm gonna have my ideal client. So I would have 20 people that I sat down with over that time period. Think about that, 
20 people a week. It's not that hard. So think of that, five days a week, I typically had anywhere from four to five appointments a day, or four to five one-on-ones per day, and I was going to a networking event every week. So my days were booked pretty well solid, and I started to grow my practice, because I would just run into people who said, you know what, I've, I don't have a financial advisor, and I'd love for you to look at my stuff. Great, no problem, I'll do that for free. And I would sit down with them, and we would do that, and I'd eventually get clients. And I built a very nice book of business over a two-year period when I was with Edward Jones that I've still been building ever since. Remember, two people per event, that's all you need to do. You just need to go to enough events and make that an actionable thing. All right, so that's your homework. I need you to go in. I need you to do your RPM plan. I need you to sit down, figure out in that RPM plan what the five key things are that absolutely must be done this week. Pick one of those and do it right now, immediately. Do it now. Don't put it off. Don't wait. Do it right now. All right, guys. So this is your, that's your homework for the week. Next time, we're going to talk about time blocking and putting networking in your schedule. So plan to be here. It's going to be on Monday next week. Make sure you're here and we will get on to the next thing. For those of you who don't have the 29% solution, highly recommend it. Highly just go on to amazon.com, buy the book. I'll have a link to it so you can find it easy, but go there. I do earn a very, 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 very small little affiliate commission. So thank you. It'll help pay for some coffee in about 25 years, but I want you to be successful and I think it'll be helpful to actually fill in the blanks a little bit with this. So, all right guys, Networking 101, we've just gotten started, 52 weeks of networking. We'll see you back here next week. You have been listening to the Profit Nation podcast with your host, Jeff Kickle. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play and also most of the other major podcast platforms. Catch our next episode soon. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this channel.